Welcome back to another edition of the podcast. I'm your host, Michael Pagani, joined alongside Mississauga Steelheads forward, Owen Beck. Owen, welcome to the podcast. Thank you again for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. In your most recent game, we could start off with that. You know, you guys beat Oshawa 3-1. What worked well for the team that game? Yeah, we really uh, stuck to our identity, um, played uh, played our way, and, you know, uh, things worked out for us, and we've been uh, having a good stretch of games, as you can see, and, um, yeah, we'll just uh, hopefully keep going that way. How do you continue that good momentum going into, you know, we're recording this on uh, Wednesday, or, yeah, Wednesday, right? Yeah, I don't know my days anymore. It's the pandemic. <laughs> uh, into your next game. Uh, yeah, so I think uh, we all just have to buy into our systems, uh, keep chipping and ch- chipping pucks in deep, uh, keep working hard, getting pucks to the front of the net and uh, banging them home. How would you describe the identity of this team from the start of the season to where we are now? Yeah, so I think we had a bit of a rocky start at the start of the year, but uh, something's clicked. And, um, you know, as I mentioned, our identity early at uh, earlier, uh, it's uh, hard, fast together. And I think we've really bought into that uh, type of play and it's worked really well for us. Do you think that the rough start, you could kind of attribute that to being off for literally a full year of hockey? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, everybody was off for 18 months, so I'm sure the hockey wasn't uh, wasn't as good as it could have been coming into this year. But, um, you know, we turned it around and um, we're going to hopefully keep going the way we are. How has being back in the arena with fans this season brought some normalcy back into your life? Yeah, it's really um, kind of helped us forget about COVID. Obviously there's no fans in the rink uh, these days, but when there were, um, you know, it was, uh, it was a great feeling. Great to see everybody back again. And, you know, uh, it it felt like normal hockey all over again. When sports were postponed during March of 2020, what did you do with that time? Cause that would have been an extended off season for you. Yeah. So like I said, it was about 18 months or so. Um, You know, I really just focused on getting into the gym and uh, staying on the ice as much as I could around the restrictions um, that were in place. Um, so, you know, uh, I had trainers, uh, at home and, um, skills coaches that were uh, helping me get on the ice and help me, uh, help me get as good as possible for when, uh, hockey did resume. And I just want to touch on, cause I actually leads well into my next question here, talking about the pandemic mentally or, you know, how it impacted you mentally or physically, but to give some context there, uh, my mom's an ICU nurse. So at the start of the pandemic, when we really didn't know much about the coronavirus, I had to be separated from her. Um, so given that context, how did the pandemic affect you mentally or physically? Yeah, it was tough kind of staying isolated from, uh, from friends and, uh, extended family and whatnot. Um, you know, it kind of just changed everybody's routine. So, um, we were all kind of in uncharted waters, if you will. And, um, you know, uh, it was, it was tough, but, uh, it's good that we're getting back to normal and, um, hopefully it stays this way. Well, let's get uh, away from the oldest COVID talk here and talk about you, your story. Was there a player growing up who you wanted to model your game after? Um, growing up when I was really young, I, uh, I enjoyed watching Ovechkin. Um, you know, he was uh, the, the Capitals were my brother's favorite team. And, you know, I kind of hopped on that bandwagon with him. Um, but uh, in more recent years, I guess, uh, you know, everybody kind of wants to play like McDavid. He's an unbelievable skater stick handler you know just all over um like yeah all around great player so um yeah if I could model my game after anybody it would definitely be McDavid well I mean he certainly has uh you know the two goals that I think that uh you know where I'm gonna say is the Rangers and the Jets goals uh, those were definitely disgusting and filthy and um like it was amazing when I uh, saw that happen 
Yeah, I'd I'd uh, I'd be surprised if that's not a goal of the year, for sure. Growing, sorry. Oh, okay, uh, I didn't want to interrupt your thought there. Uh, growing up in Ontario, who was your favorite NHL team? Um, yeah, so my uh, my dad was has always been a big Leafs fan, and you know I've kind of wanted to pick my own team, but you know just watching uh, watching Leaf games every other night, um, you know on the TV, it, it's kind of hard to uh, not fall in love with them. So I'd definitely say uh, the Leafs would be my team. Well, you know, as my Montreal Canadiens defeated them last year in the playoffs, I have that over <laughs> you. Uh, currently, they are on opposite ends of the standings, but we won't pay attention to that. Uh, we just uh, continue the course here. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, kind of just got to ride the wave, right, up and down, so. Getting into, we're going to talk about your career here now. You started your career with the Quincy Red Devils. How did that team help with your development? Yeah, we had a really good uh, good team back in I'd say from minor Bantam to uh, minor midget. So um, kind of just going to practice every day and uh, getting pushed by all the other great players on that team, uh, you know, it helped me develop um, very quickly. So that was, uh, that was very helpful. And, you know, uh, our coaches were dedicated and they were, uh, they were very helpful as well. And so they, uh, I definitely attribute a lot of my success to, uh, to them to this day. Well, you were over a point per game pace in the 2019-20 season, totaling 39 points in 34 games. Are you able to touch on how the coach's system played into your success on the score sheet? Yeah, I think, uh, again, it was kind of just the way, um, you know, the way our team was built. Um, we had a very strong team. We were deep and, um, you know, just being able to get some power play minutes here and there and, um, and, you know, banging a few in on five on five, I'd, I'd say, uh, you know, we were, we were really offensively gifted, um, as a team and, you know, that really contributed to my success, uh, on the offensive end. You played seven playoff games with the Red Devils and totaled eight points. What was memorable from the playoff run? Yeah, we, um, that year in minor midget, we were, uh, hosting OMHAs. So, you know, getting to, uh, getting to play that. Uh, tournament on home ice it gave everybody that extra motivation to uh, get through the playoffs as quickly as possible and um, and you know get to that tournament so um, yeah I definitely just say everything all in all it was you know a great great last kind of stretch before COVID shut everything down so yeah sorry did the Omichis get shut down or no uh, no we had remember. them early enough and yeah oh, we had okay. them early enough in March that uh, we were able to get them in which was good yeah, because that's such an important tournament here in Ontario. Uh, you know, like I had a couple of friends who played in the OMHAs and they loved it. Oh, yeah, it's a great tournament at the end of the year. You know, it's a little bit different um, considering, you know, it's a playoff final, but I think it's a great way to, to do it. It gets the top teams together and gets a really competitive environment going. You even got a chance to play in the OJHL with the Coburg Cougars. How did that short experience help you mature as a player? Yeah, I felt it, uh, it really showed me where I needed to get, uh, get to, you know, playing with older players, stronger players, um, you know, it was, I found it was a challenge at the time. And, um, you know, I feel like that really kind of gave me an idea of where I need to be going in my development, and where I need to get to in order to play at the next level. In the shutdown of the 2020 OHL season, how did you make sure your development didn't take as big of a hit? Yeah, like I said earlier, I mean, I, um, I I tried to get into the gym as much as possible, um, as well as on the ice, you know, um, with the restrictions that were in place. But um, yeah, it was just really kind of staying dedicated and trying to, you know, push through that uh, pandemic that really helped me and really uh, kind of kept me on course. 
One of the more positive things that came from you during that whole first wave of the pandemic back in 2020 was getting drafted by the Steelheads. How did you end up celebrating that achievement? Yeah, so, um, you know, that was the start of COVID. So that was when everything kind of just shut down and, you know, you weren't supposed to have anybody um, really at your house or whatever. Um, so I just kind of celebrated with, um, you know, my parents and my brother and, um, and my girlfriend and, uh, just kind of watched the draft with them, uh, on the live stream. And yeah, it was a great experience, you know, um, great to hear your name called and something I'll never forget. It must be so relieving once you heard your phone ring that it was from the Mississauga Steelheads general manager. Uh, yeah, no, J when JR called me, I was ecstatic. Um, you know, I, I think I remember my hand was shaken and, um, yeah, I could barely, barely speak. It was, you know, it was, um, a great feeling. And, uh, like I said, something I'll definitely never forget. This is your rookie season. So how is it going for you so far? Yeah, I feel like it's been really good. I've, uh, I've had some success on, uh, on the offensive end. Um, you know, I've, I've, uh, I feel like I've been able to kind of build on my 200 foot game this year under JR's system. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, I think it's gone really well to this point. What has been the biggest achieve or adjustment you have had to make from, I guess, going from, I guess, junior to the OHL? Yeah. So I'd say, um, you know, how much faster the play is, um, as well as, you know, the, um, increased physicality and, you know, strength, overall strength of players in the league. Um, you know, you kind of just have to make plays that much quicker, defensive reads that much quicker. And it's, uh, you know, it can be challenging, but, um, you know, with, with experience, it's uh, you, like, it's not too hard to figure out, I guess. Um, yeah. Speaking on your offensive, uh, you know, achievement that you mentioned just a couple of seconds ago, you're leading the team in rookie scoring with 29 points. How important was building up chemistry with your line mates? Yeah, it's crucial. Um, you know, I was coming in alongside another uh, rookie in Zach Lavoie and um, Aiden Pruder, who is a veteran. Um, so I think both of us really leaned on him to kind of get things going in the offensive zone. And, um, you know, being able to play off each other um, really well in the offensive zone just really leads to, um, you know, more more pucks going in the back of the night, really. Are there any veterans, you mentioned Pruders there, that kind of helped you get accustomed to the OHO schedule because of how big that a grind it is? Yeah, so it's pretty busy, especially uh, this year with the condensed schedule and, um, you know, games being, you know, canceled and rescheduled uh, here and there. So, you know, um, uh, as you mentioned, uh, Pruders definitely a, a big factor. And um, I would also say uh, Roman Bazarin, who came over from the WHL, has been, uh, you know, really good. They're both overagers and um, they've had a lot of experience with that sort of thing. So they kind of, you know, helped me, um, you know, learn to balance sleep and school and everything in between. Right. So it's always good to have someone to lean off of when, you know, you are balancing being a rookie, you got school to go to as well. Right. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's super helpful. Um, you know, it's, it's tough to do this sort of thing alone and you need support. And uh, that's, that's a great thing about our team. With all the postponements going on for every team, like you mentioned, how does that affect your game day routine? Yeah, it can be um, it can be tough, you know, considering you wake up in the morning ready to play and ready to get to the rink. And then, you know, sometimes you even get there and it's like, hey, the game's canceled. So yeah, exactly. um, that can be that can be definitely uh, tough for us. And like as we're possibly, you know, partway through our routine. Um, so I think we just kind of got to stay on our toes and, you know, be prepared for anything uh, in these unprecedented times. 
I like to add that, you know, I think it's great. The OHL is going to get like the full schedule in, right? Like it's almost like we're brushing off the games that get canceled because we are, we have like the preconceived notion that they're going to be rescheduled because of all the moves that have been made in the OHL and how they're so encouraged to get a full schedule in. Yeah, no, the OHL has been extremely dedicated to getting our full full season in, and I'm sure all the players and coaches and fans are really appreciative of that. Um, I know I am myself because, you know, we had that year of COVID where, you know, we were told, okay, we're going, we're going to start the season, then wait, no, we can't, we're pushed back. And so, you know, their dedication this year to finishing the year uh, and finishing the full schedule has been really great. What were your emotions like when you were basically told that, okay, we're going to restart the season, then we're not, then we're going to, then we're not. It must have been, you know, frustration and, you know, just a bit of tiresome, I guess, in a way, right? Yeah, it was up and down. And I think if I remember correctly, it was about four or five times that we were told this. And, you know, by the end, I was kind of just slowly losing faith in it just because, you know, COVID continued to get worse. And, um, and you know, it, it, we've heard that multiple times before. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was kind of tough to hear that um, going back to, you know, how it played mentally on me, uh, you know, during the pandemic. And that was definitely a big factor. What are you hoping to accomplish as the season progresses? Yeah, I think um, my biggest goal uh, would be, you know, having a good run in the playoffs this year. Um, we hope to get fans back in the building, and I think it'd be great to be able to give them uh, a good playoff run um, since they've missed quite a few playoff ga- or uh, regular season games now. Well, it would be perfect if you guys got them back at the right time, like near the end of the season. So it'd give you guys like almost like a playoff push in a sense, right? Yeah, no, that'd be that'd be perfect. <laughs> Mrs. Saga did make some, you know, trades at the deadline. How do the players coming in help out the team? Yeah, we uh, we really added some uh, great depth in uh, JQ Birdie. Um, you know, he's going to be a solid piece for us uh, down the road, and um, he's fit. I feel like he's fit in really well, and uh, I think he's I think he's happy here. So, um, yeah, he's definitely going to be a big piece, and uh, you know, kind of fitting into our depth and adding um adding more solidity down the lineup well you know i think that he would love to join a team that's on a roll of eight one and one in their last 10 games you guys are first in the eastern conference how is this team different than well i guess we already answered that question but to elaborate on it how is this team different than the one that we saw at the season given the moves made at the trade deadline yeah, again, it's it just goes back to our depth and uh, playing with playing to our identity. You know, um, when when you get new players in, they obviously have different systems uh, back in their uh, previous teams. So you know, kind of getting them adjusted as quickly as possible to our to our identity and our systems is really important, and um, it'll definitely help us uh, continue our streak. Looking into the future, you are a prospect for the NHL draft, and actually, two of your current teammates have been drafted to NHL teams. Have you asked them for advice on how to approach this season? Yeah, coming into the year, um, obviously, I was both a rookie and a draft eligible player. Um, so I talked a bit with uh, Ole Bjorvik Holm um, about, you know, kind of his experience and his um, the process he went through, uh, similar to me, just uh, not, I think, a year or two prior, I believe. Um, so, yeah, he's uh, he's definitely been a guy I've leaned on. Um, for that aspect of uh, of this season and he's been really helpful that's super great honestly because you know when you're leading up to the draft it can provide so much stress for you and it's almost like you're holding your stick a little bit too tight 
Yeah, it can, uh, the pressure can definitely uh, weigh on you. Um, I would say, though, uh, for me personally, it, it helped, you know, going through that OHL um, draft process as well. I had I had a bit more of a struggle um, in that season than I feel I do now, which is uh, which is really great. It kind of prepared me for this sort of uh, pressure and it's alleviated um, a bit of the NHL draft uh, pressure uh, this year, which is great. If you were to play another sport, what would it be? Um, growing up, I, uh, I played a lot of soccer and I was, I was pretty good at that. So, um, I know it's not too popular in Canada, but we have our, uh, we have our kind of, uh, outliers, I guess, in, um, in, uh, Alfonso Davies. And, um, you know, I think that's, uh, probably the sport I would pick up. Do you guys play a lot of, uh, sewer with the team? Yeah. A lot of the guys uh, do spend quite a bit of time doing that before the game. And um, that's not necessarily a huge part of my warm up, but I will try and hop in here and there. Hey, it would work on your soccer skills. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. yeah no, it kind of brings it back. Speaking of this season, uh, once again, you know, who has been the hardest team to go against? Um, I would say probably Kingston. They've given us a few fits uh, here and there. We've kind of gone back and forth in games one. Um you know, we, uh, we we took it to them uh, the first game of the year and we kind of, you know, tried to set that expectation for ourselves early on. And um, recently they've been able to bounce back and uh, get us in, I believe, our past two. So, um, you know, I think we're looking forward to playing them. And um, But I would definitely think that the team would agree that uh, they've probably been our biggest challenge this year. I feel as though the OHL kind of has this, uh, you know, high scoring feel to it. So my question to you would be like, what's it like playing in games that end like seven, six, eight, seven? Cause it's wild. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of tough to play in those games because, you know, it's just back and forth and you really want to shut down on the defense bend, but it almost seems impossible to a point at that. Like when it gets to that kind of crazy of a score, but um, you know, we just got to, like I mentioned several times, we kind of just got to stick to our identity. And, you know, um, if the bounces aren't going our way and the, and the games get super high scoring, then we kind of just got to keep up with that, uh, with that pace and, you know, um, hope that, uh, hope that it all works out really. What's your favorite arena to travel to? Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I would have to say, um, Barry's pretty good. I, uh, I like the saddle on, um, arena. They were one of the, um, one of the teams I watched in my draft year, uh, you know, my minor midget team had a road trip to, uh, to Barry in that area. So, uh, we stopped in and caught a game and, um, yeah, I really enjoy playing there. Uh, it's both a great atmosphere and great facility. As we're closing off this interview here, do you have any advice for aspiring hockey players? Yeah, just, you know, keep working as hard as you can. And just, you know, if you set your mind to something, um, I have, you know, all the faith in the world that you can accomplish it because, you know, that's, I, I was where you were uh, at one point and, you know, um, I kind of just said, you know, I want to be a professional hockey player and um, I just, I put as much work in as I could and, uh, and I'm in a pretty good spot right now. Well, I'd like to thank again, Owen Beck for joining me on today's podcast. Thank you again, Owen. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me.